Chapter 1. Exact Change You hungry? Holly asked Dana from the passenger seat. Trying not to be. Dana smiled, gripping the steering wheel. The traffic light blinked green. She held her breath and eased her foot off the brake, grateful to have a distracting adventure with Holly. Dunkin' Donuts, okay? A nod from Holly and Dana turned left. She settled into a drive through line with four cars ahead of them. Thanks for coming with me today, Dana. This woman is amazing. She says things that jolt you out of your skin. Last time, I already told you this, didn't I? She saw my grandfather and gave me a message from him. A photo Dana had come across last night flashed in her mind, a faded image of her glamorous mother standing in front of curtains patterned with elves. She held a baby that was reaching towards a man. He held the curtain tight against his cheek. The baby and the man scrutinized each other, somehow knowing the peekaboo game was no laughing matter. That must be me, Dana had thought, running her finger from the baby's face to the man's and back. He wore a tweed sports coat with leather buttons and a cravat. She hadn't recognized his profile at first, but now it was unmistakable. We have the same chin. This must be me with my father. She had not said those words out loud. She did not speak about her father. Once, I was all he saw. Tears invited themselves into her eyes as she tried in vain to see through the baby's eyes and to feel her father's gaze directly on her. She knew very little about her father aside from the fact he had been famous a long time ago in England as an actor. And yet, only this morning at breakfast, Dana's teenage daughter, Elsie, had asked, Do I have a great-grandfather, Mum? And while Dana was soothing her daughter by insisting everyone has great-grandfathers and grandfathers, whether they get the chance to meet them or not, a magical thing happened. Dana believed her own words. She literally saw the ghost of your grandfather, Dana asked, studying her friend's face as if she could scan for truth. I hadn't been able to go to his funeral. I'd always felt bad about it, but hadn't told a soul. And there I am, in a normal room, in a normal house, and suddenly a woman tells me a ghost wants to speak to me. She describes the birthmark on his left hand. It was him. Then, she says, he loves me and understands why I couldn't be there at the end. Dana released the brake, and the car pulled forward a few feet. By the way, she doesn't remember anything she says during a reading. You'll want to record your session. Is your phone charged? Holly checked Dana's phone and plugged it into the dashboard. I want a ghost to speak to me. Dana stared at an American robin hopping along a dirty wooden fence and wondered why it chose not to fly. I haven't told Bob we're doing this. He thinks I'm too sensible to see a psychic. This stays between us. What do you want, Holly? I don't know, Holly said, twirling her wide wedding band around her finger. Muffins, Holly. What kind of muffin? The cloud passed from Holly's face when she saw the drive through lady smiling down at her. 
Regular coffee and a fat-free orange cranberry, please. Here, I have exact change. Some minutes later, as they merged onto I-95, Dana said, Exact change? Is that even possible? What do you mean? mumbled Holly through Muffin. Change is so unreliable. You want to change. You try to change. You think maybe you have changed, but have you really? You're in a strange mood. What are you trying to change? I don't know. Something. Something feels wrong. Something needs to change. Maybe something is about to change. I don't know. I have a strong hunch, but I don't know what the hunch is about.